You guys have Psalm 20. We, um, I, had a, I had a challenging time this week deciding which um, passage to look at for the message this morning. I usually don't have much of a challenge. I usually just kind of go with the, the plan that I established, you know, weeks in advance. Um, that's why I love, one of the reasons why I love preaching from series um, because then I can map out two or three months at a time, and I know what I'm well, know what I need to study, know what I need to be prepared for. Um, but uh, but this this month I knew I wanted to go and and revisit some psalms, and um, and uh, and touch on a few of them. But the challenge is which one? There are 150 of them, um, and so. As I looked at a couple passages, I thought, oh, I'm going to, uh, that, that passage, yes, that psalm, I'll do that psalm. And then it just didn't seem to be right. I didn't have a good feeling about it. And so um, I realized, though, that in our Bible reading plan that I, I hope some of you are using, um, it's uh, very effective at keeping you in the Word every day. Um, but in our Bible reading plan, we're we're actually reading through the Psalms right now. So then I thought, well, I wonder what's coming up on August 16th, and maybe that would be an appropriate Psalm uh, to, to preach. And so I looked at the, psalm, the, the reading for today, and the reading for today is Psalm 20 and 21. I don't know if any of you have gotten to that yet in your reading plan, or if you're following along, or if you're like me, you're a little bit behind. And that's okay. We'll just kind of keep plowing forward. We'll keep fighting the good fight in the Word. But Psalms 20 and 21 are the, are the readings for today. And so I uh, read through Psalm 20, and I, I kind of meditated on it a little bit, and I thought, hey, here we go. Psalm 20. I like this psalm. There, there, there might be something here. It's a, it's a lot different than anything we've looked at yet together. Um, so we're going to look at it today. And so I'm sure by now you have found it in your Bibles or your devices, yes, and um, I think we have it up on the screen as well. So follow along with me as I read Psalm 20 aloud. Uh, it begins with this little inscription, to the choir master, a psalm of David. Then, may the Lord answer you in the day of trouble. May the name of the God of Jacob protect you. May he send you help from the sanctuary and give you support from Zion. May he remember all your offerings and regard with favor your burnt offerings. Or, excuse me, burnt sacrifices. Selah. May he grant you your heart's desire and fulfill all your plans. May we shout for joy over your salvation and in the name of our God set up our banners. May the Lord fulfill all your petitions. Now I know that the Lord saves his anointed. He will answer him from his holy heaven with the saving might of his right hand. Some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we trust in the name of the Lord our God. They collapse and fall, but we rise and stand upright. O Lord, save the king. May he answer us when he, when, excuse me, when we call. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I pray that you will give us um, humility in our spirits, 
God, I know we come from many different places. Many of us have been walking with you for, for years. Uh, many, of, many of us uh, have only begun to, to seek you and to, to know you. But it doesn't matter how long we've been following you. Doesn't matter how long we've been pursuing you and and your designs for our lives, God. We must have the humility to come before you and come before your word every time to hear a fresh word from you, to hear you speak to us, to have the humility to say, Yes, God, you are Lord. Your will be done in my life through this word. Lord, grant us insight. Lord, grant us power by your Holy Spirit, to walk in the truth that we discover here today. I pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen. So, let me ask you a question. Why are Mondays so difficult? Why do, why are, why do Mondays always get such a bad rap? Or, um, I, know some, I know at least one of you um, start your work week on Tuesday. So, why are Tuesdays such a bummer? <laughs> <laughs> there we go. See? See? Somebody, somebody dislikes Tuesdays. Why do those days, um, why do we go into those days sometimes with so much dread? Um, it could be because we don't like the jobs we're doing. It could be because, you know, I don't want to go back to work. I'm, you know, the drudgery. Um, oh, why, why are Sunday mornings so difficult? Have you ever asked that question? Why are Sunday mornings so difficult? Why is it that you wake up on Sunday morning and you're like, well, I only have to really be somewhere at, say, 10 a.m. And, you know, in the rest of the week, maybe I have to be there at 6 or 7 or 8 a.m., um, right? Why in the world do my girls have complete meltdowns every Sunday morning? Why can't they just save all that up and do that on the other days? Well, maybe that could happen on other days too, I suppose. Why is it that getting the whole family out the door to go to a worship gathering uh, can be so, so difficult? Well, <laughs> have you ever considered that maybe every day, maybe whether it's work or whether it's a church gathering or whether it's getting out the door and heading off on vacation or whatever it might be, have you ever considered that every day is a battle? Every day is a battle? <laughs> it really is. In many, way, in many respects, every day is a battle. Uh, every day we're going through difficult circumstances. Every day we're going we're gonna to experience um, challenges. Some of those we know we're going to experience and we have, sometimes have a little bit of dread, right? We know what today is going to bring. But, and then mother, maybe other days we think, well, everything's looking good today. I've got, I've got some really neat plans today, or today's going to be a relaxing day. And before you know it, you're in the middle of something that you didn't anticipate, that you didn't expect. This psalm, you may have wondered while I was reading it, or while you were reading it silently with me as I read it aloud, you may have wondered, what in the world is this psalm all about? Okay, a day of trouble, and we're asking for protection and help, and then there's this thing about the offerings and sac burnt sacrifices, and, and what is this heart's desire, and what are all these plans that he's talking about, or set up a, our banners, or 
Um, okay, I understand the uh, chair. Maybe something about chariots and horses. Um, maybe that's. But who's who are those people? And and who are these people? And who's the he that he keeps talking about? And who's the you that the psalmist keeps talking about? The psalmist who wrote this wrote this psalm in preparation for battle. It's a battle psalm. It's a, or some have called it a, a victory psalm, or it go, falls under this category of royal psalms. These are, it's a psalm that's meant to be sung for or to or about the king. As the king is, is preparing for battle, as the king is gathering up his army and he's, he's preparing to go fight the Lord's enemies. And this psalm is a preparation for battle, asking the Lord to bless me, bless us, bless our nation, bless God's people as we prepare for battle. Blessed for battle is the theme of this psalm. I want to walk through the psalm with you. And as we walk through, I want to sort of set the stage for you and, and kind of give you an idea of, of what this psalm, what may have been happening during the psalm. Imagine, imagine the king. Let's start with the king, all right? The king is dressed in his battle armor. Okay, He looks finer than all of the other soldiers. He's all dressed up. He's got his headgear on. It's, his, it's a helmet of some kind. Um, I, wished there, I wish I had a picture to show you, but you'll just have to imagine it in your mind's eye. So the king is dressed for battle, and his generals and commanders are with him. And they too are dressed for battle. Maybe they don't have quite the finery of the king. Maybe they're standing a slightly off from him. But they're with him. They're gathered up. They're ready for the battle. They, all the preparations have made. The swords have been sharpened. The bows have been strung. The arrows have been tipped. They're ready to go. And they're gathering together. And they're moving with their army. Or at least, at least a good sampling of them. Um, they're moving into Jerusalem and they're heading to the temple. They're heading to the temple in Jerusalem. They come to the temple. They enter the gates of the temple. They go in there and they stand before um, the, the actual... The, well, they, the gates are the courts. They come into the court of the temple and they're standing there before the actual building where they offer the sacrifices, where they worship, where they sing. The priests are there. The Levites are there. Everyone's arrayed in their finest. The crowds are there. They're gathered together for a worship service. They're there to serve the Lord. They're there to see this finery. They're there to hear what is spoken. They see the king come forward. And he offers a sacrifice on the altar. He offers it to God and he sings a, 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 maybe sings a song or he gives a prayer over it. And then as everyone is gathered together, the choir master, the director, the leader of the, the singing leads them in this song. And he, maybe he says something like, turn in your hymnals to Psalm 20. 
as we sing it together. Or he may say, um, look at the overhead. Well, well, he probably didn't do that, okay? But he probably didn't do that at the temple. But he begins this psalm, and everyone knows it, and they sing along. They sing this song together, and they say, May the Lord answer you, King, in the day of trouble. May the name of the God of Jacob protect you, O King, in battle. That's what's going on here. That's what's happening here. They're all gathered together for worship on the eve of a great battle. And when the king could have a lot of other things to do, and his generals as well, they could be out there um, with the troops. They could be out there giving orders. They could be out there preparing the battlefield. They could be out there maneuvering. There are a lot of things that could be done. They stop and they pause. And there they are in worship. They're worshiping God on the eve of battle. They're doing something that I think we need to learn from. As we prepare for the battle of every day, or maybe as we prepare for a specific event or occasion, prepare to be blessed by God for the battle that God has in store for us. See what, see, uh, let, let's walk through this psalm together and I'll just say a few words and then I'll try to bring it home to us. But look, look with me. May the Lord answer you in the day of trouble. A um, couple of things to key in on here. Pay attention to that word answer because, see, the, the request is God Hear us. Hear our prayers. Our cry to you. We are going to call out to you. God, don't just, don't just hear us and ignore us. Answer us. Answer us in the time of need. This day of trouble, this day of distress, this day of the, the root word in Hebrew is the idea of a very narrow place. A tight spot, right? Between a rock and a hard place, have you ever been there in life? Or maybe physically? Yes? <laughs> I see that thumbs up. I'm going to consider that an amen. Um, 